Hello, people of the world. Any boy, any girl, and anyone in between. Hello in the world of Spice Girls. I know I'm in a really good mood. Um, I don't know why I'm in a really good mood. I think I'm at that point of tired where you just keep going and you get really hyper and you don't shut up and you start chatting shit. So welcome to me and chatting shit. Another week, another dollar, another life. Well, not another life, but here we are. So I hope you've all had a good week. It's been Valentine's Day. I hope you all did something wonderful. I actually spent it with my mother. My mother is my one true Valentine. She's my bestie. We had a lovely day, obviously, because my little event was cancelled. So instead, we just had a nice day. We went out in London. We went to the O2, did a bit of shopping, went to the Canary Wharf. And then I was absolutely dead. So then we came back, watched Persuasion, the film. Pretty good. It was pretty good. Not my fave, but it was all right. It was pretty good. So yeah, hope you're all doing well, guys, on this lovely week. Um, I hope you've had a better day than me. Actually, my day wasn't bad today, um, but I was working with all the little doggies again. Um, I was on a walking unit and a dog pissed on me. Yes. Cocked his leg up, pissed on me yes my friends and during this walk I was with my uh, other member of staff and because we always do it in twos like the walk-in units and stuff um and then she got pissed on as well so she was laughing at me getting pissed on and I was there going don't you either laugh or cry so I was laughing and then she got pissed on and I was laughing at her so all in all a cracking day. I feel like I've been very busy as well. So obviously I've been working at the dog place. Um, and I w- I'm hoping to bring on the runner of the dog place. Well, not runner, like the CEO, the guy that runs it all. He's absolutely wonderful. So hopefully I'll be able to bring him on sometime. And uh, we can talk about how he started like probably the biggest doggy daycare centre in West London. It's absolutely freaking amazing. And we have so many lovely clients and so many cute dogs as well. So watch out for that episode because he will be coming on at some point. As well this week, it's been announced that S Club 7 is having a reunion. S Club 7? Are you kidding me? Um, Don't stop moving, can you feel the music? DJ's got us going around, around. Although I did feel old because the person I was walking with today on that walking unit, this song came on because I had my little playlist on. And I was like, yeah, come on. And I was like shouting to all the dogs, like, go on, Tyrone, sing along, sing it. And the person I was working with didn't know. S Club 7. She's 20. And she's a Gen Z, so she's not a millennial. She doesn't she doesn't know S Club 7. Who doesn't know S Club 7? Honestly, I nearly chucked her out the car. I was nearly like, get out, you're walking back to base from here. <laughs> I didn't. But um, hopefully, me and my bestie Laura are going to go and see S Club 7 because obviously the tickets are being released tomorrow. So I think she's going to be logging on at 8am ready to get us some tickets. Come on, I'd love to see S Club 7. I literally grew up watching S Club 7 and I also watched Miami 7. If you didn't know what that was, it was like um, a TV series. (laughs) Oh my God. A TV series about S Club 7. It was shit art. It's on YouTube. I'm going to be re-watching it. As soon as I know I've got my tickets, I'm going to sit there, re-watch it all, relive it all. It's amazing. 
please pray for me and Laura to get tickets. And if you listen to this and you get tickets and I don't, take me. Take me with you. Also, guess where I went uh, yesterday? I only went to the BBC television studios as an audience member though not quite got that acting break yet still got my fingers crossed still subbing myself for jobs my agency's still working really hard but you know we'll get there one day we will get there you just need that one yes um and yeah I went to the BBC yesterday took my mum she'd never been and we were like audience members on this like new dance show series I can't talk too much about it because it's like a pilot and it's like private but I can say a bit. Um, it was hosted by the one, the only, Alison Hammond. And let me tell you, she is fucking funny. And also, her laugh is brilliant. I feel like she has a similar laugh to me. Like, I have a really dirty laugh that I'm known for, where I like, I don't even think I can do it right now. <laughs> like, it's really dirty. I, it's a really dirty laugh that I'm really known for. Um, but she was absolutely brilliant. She was hilarious. And it was just so nice to see her, like, doing her thing and hosting this event. Um, And, yeah, the TV show was pretty cool. We had to, like, dance. Although I wish we weren't stood for so long. So we were stood for, like, I think four and a half, five hours. And, oh, my goodness, it it was a killer. But it was so good. It was so worth it. There was some other, like, dance legends there. Um, One of the judges was also Tyler West. Um, Hello. He's hot. Never seen him before. Um, do I follow him on Insta? Now I do. Absolutely. Fancy him. Mum was like, is the same age as you? And I was like, bloody hell, he, he looks older. I, I do have a baby face now. Um, and when people know I'm 26, they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, baby face. I get ID'd more now than I ever did when I was like 18. Like when I was 18, I never got ID'd. Like paracetamol, um, alcohol and like energy drinks never got ID'd. Nowadays, they won't let me buy a Monster Energy drink. Not that I buy them often, but they will literally ID me for it. And I'm like, are you kidding, hun? I'm 26. But yeah, I'd really recommend it though if you've never like been an audience member at a TV show or something like that. Because I did go and see um, Chris and Rosie Ramsey show live. Ended up being on the front row next to Chris Ramsey's mum and dad they're lovely fellow sort of northerners so we did chat a bit it was nice um but yeah it's just so cool to see like how they actually film stuff it's quite a long thing so um do be prepared if you ever go but the tickets are always free and it's always fun to see something for free and also meet the celebrities it's really cool so recommend get yourself there oh bitch so I know I've spoken to you guys before about like my five-year plan and I'm really starting to like work towards it. So this year I want to travel. So I've been looking at, my friend does that like house sitting. So you just pay for flights and then you go and house sit. And I think that'll be really cool. So I'm going to probably do that. My goal this year is to go to Italy and go to Pragui. Pragui. If you don't know that reference, then you're boring. You're bloody boring. Um, Yeah. Italy and Prague, they're my wanna-go-tos this year. Maybe some other holidays, but we shall see. And then the other plans that I've got for myself at the moment is to work towards my career. So my career at the minute is hard with acting because you can't 
it's not as simple as, you know, applying for a job and going for the interview and smashing it. And it really can be whatever's casting at the time. I might not have the right look. I might not have the right accent. I might not be the right age. Like, there's so many factors to acting for why you don't get the job. It's not necessarily because you're not good. So I've been working on this podcast. And also I'm working on an audio book at the minute. Because obviously everybody loves hearing my voice because it's so lush and yeah um, this guy has basically written this book and it's about dating and it's really interesting because obviously I've done a lot of dating I've been on the apps and this book is absolutely brilliant and it's from a male perspective so it's so interesting to hear it from the male side and I'll be doing all the female voices of the different dating girls that he goes on dates with so yeah come at me accents gonna whack out all my accents and make a load of different female dating characters so that's really exciting I'll also be bringing the writer onto this podcast so we can have a chat and discuss so you guys can hear about it and hopefully listen to the audiobook because if you're dating man woman non-binary honestly it'd be really good to have a listen to it so yeah oh bitch so I've got a new addition to the podcast this week because those of you who know me I am a bargainer like everyone always think it always makes me laugh because people always think oh you're a bit posh because I don't know I well what I record on I have my own Mac Pro I have my own like um microphone set and I often wear like Adidas stuff but let me tell you I'm a cheapskate my Mac Pro got it when I worked at Curry's got staff discount my microphone got it from the free money that university gives you so I bought it on there my Adidas clothes I go to the outlet and you also get student discount. I still get student discount. So I am the biggest bargainer. I have a lot. I have a trainer addiction. Absolutely love trainers. But you know what I do? Go and try them on in the shop. Know which ones I like. Find out the size. Get them on Depop. And on Depop, like my last trainers, I got some Oswegos. And if you buy them new, they're like £120. <laughs> Who pay £120 for trainers? I've done that before, but they were special ones. Um, but I just got them off Depop and they were £18. So I'm the biggest bargainer. I am also a sucker for the reduced section. You know it. I even, I'm even on a Facebook group, which is called the reduced section, Yellow Sticker Society. And someone even posted in there what time all the supermarkets do the reduced section. So I have it saved in my phone. I love a reduced section. If I can go to Tesco or other places are available um, and get, I don't know, a cottage pie ready meal for like 33p, shove it in the, if I'm not going to eat it then, shove it in the uh, freezer, save. My bread, I always get frozen. I never pay full price for bread. Honestly, I'm a absolute cheapskate and I love a bargain. So this, every week, I'm going to tell you about the newest bargain that I've got that week. This week, I've got two bargains to tell you about. So if you know me very well, I pretty much always have Calvin Klein pants, but I do not pay full price. So when we went to the O2 the other day, we went to the outlet. And if you go in the outlet, they sell off the pants and I go into the sale. Sometimes they're like not cheap, but sometimes you go in and you get an absolute stinker of a bargain. I got 
a new pair of Calvin Klein thong. Always wear a thong because I've got a big juicy bum and other pants are uncomfortable for me. Um, and they were £5.50. £5.50, my friend. Um, originally, I think like 20 something. I would never pay that. But £5.50. And I do buy them because they last. Like, they last so long and they wash really well and they're so comfortable. Like, especially wearing a thong, like, so comfortable. So, if you want some new pants, get yourself to one of the outlets where Calvin Klein is. Or, should I say, oh no, you can't even, like, swap the words around, like... Calvin Klein is still Calvin Klein if you did a dyslexic thing. But yeah, go to Calvin, get to the outlets, that's where I get all my bargains. My second bargain of the week, I actually didn't pay for it, my mum paid for it. But on Valentine's Day, me and mum went to the reduced section in Sainsbury's. Now, normally I like to get something a bit cheaper than this price, but it was still a bargain. We got like a big 14 serving cookie dough not cookie dough, cookies and cream, like Madeira cake with the icing. It was supposed to be, I think, £14 or something. And we got it for like £10.79, which, yeah, have to eat it that day. But it was Valentine's Day. Brought it back to the house, went, happy Valentine's Day. It's pretty much gone. So um, another bargain there for you. And welcome to Bargains of the Week. I maybe need a light little jingle for it. I'll have a think on it for you. Oh, bitch. Drama, trauma school memories. That was meant to be like Phantom of the Opera, but who knows what it was. Anyway, we're going to go back to some drama school trauma stories. Okie dokie. So, if you've never been to drama school, you may not understand this, so I'll try and explain it very clearly. So, we once had a class where... Basically, I think it was six or seven chairs were put out into the space. And we sort of had like an audience. And then six, let's just say seven. No, seven. Yeah, let's say seven people went and stood up and then they had to pick a chair. The chairs then resembled different emotions. I'm going to do the six that I remember. So there was grief, pleasure, joy, anger, jealousy and scared and basically you had to go and sit on those chairs where that emotion was and let go into feeling that emotion you could close your eyes and you just had to lose yourself in that emotion I know it sounds a bit crazy um but we're actors we do crazy things and I just remember so you sat on that chair and then you'd feel that emotion you'd be there for about two minutes And then it would be end of exercise and then you'd move to the next chair to feel the next emotion. And I just remember um, being at anger. And I don't, I literally like closed my eyes and who knew I had so much anger in me? Because I'm not a very angry person. Like it actually takes a lot to rile me up because I don't have the energy to get angry. Like you have to use energy to feel anger so I just can't be asked. so I generally don't I don't get really bad road rage because again can't be asked. too much energy to use um but for some reason in this anger I uh, really let loose and stood up and nearly threw a chair I was literally ready to throw this chair to the point that the teacher was like right okay um 
next next one next one um and I had to stop before that chair was thrown so um luckily no one was hurt uh, which is always good but it's so interesting as well because the rest of your classmates are watching you do this as well um but yeah actor's life and the next one as well I remember being on the pleasure chair now with these emotions you can connect them in whatever way you feel possible so because like joy was one of the other ones for me pleasure then you know it I thought of it as sexual I lol I can't believe this I I just remember completely losing myself on that chair so the fact that I think I like laid down on it and (laughs) oh god I think I maybe even moaned a little bit because I was really enjoying it um so that that was delightful like the whole of my year group at drama school basically see me nearly throw a chair and also moan that was yeah so another drama school trauma experience there for you but it was so interesting to like watch each other and see each other go into those emotions like when you saw people go in grief like you just wanted to like hold them and cuddle them because you could see that people would get really upset um but then joy would also make you feel joy and yeah this is training for actors because you have to be able to feel all of those emotions when you're acting and allow an audience to believe those emotions so that's what we do guys if you have never been to drama school there you go that's one of the things that we get I'd say it was trauma because everyone remembers what you did where you did it so I've got to say if you're going to go to drama school just know you're going to know your classmates inside and out you're going to know them a lot more than if you go to uni because when you go to uni you probably talk to people or you don't whereas at drama school you know everything about everyone it's just what it is You've got to be vulnerable, but you also got to show it all, basically. Oh, bitch. So the other day, I saw a very good friend of mine who has actually now gone off for eight friggin' months on a cruise ship singing, acting, dancing. I'm a, I am jealous because he's going to Miami. What the fuck? Um, and traveling everywhere. So I'm very jealous about that, but I couldn't do the bunk bed. I could not do the bunk bed sitch in a cruise ship. I just love my own space and sleep and bed way too much. But he's going to slay. He's going to have an amazing time. And he um, stayed with us basically because we're closer to the airport. And he retold this story, which I've heard a few times actually, and said I could put it on the podcast. And let me tell you, he told the story to my mother. My mother's pretty cool. She... um. She's basically my bestie and she knows she knows all the fun stories. So um, here we go. So I'm going to give him a bit of a code name so we don't all jump on the bandwagon and uh, know everything about his life and bombard him. So we're going to call him Foot Vaseline because he has Foot Vaseline because he's a dancer. So... His feet get really gross and he has a Vaseline specifically for his tingers, his feet and his feet. Right. He's a solid. The boy is a solid like 10 out of 10, but his feet drag him down. Bless him. They drag him down to a one out of 10. But 
he's absolutely wonderful and he um he's pure filth as you will know from this story so he about a year ago moved into this new flat it was like i think it was like the first week or the first day he said and went and did his business in the toilet and he's very um let's say regular this boy um so he went and did his business in the toilet flushed as he did and for so oh this is this is so weird i didn't know this about him this was like an extra detail because when i when people tell me stories i'm that person that has to know every single little detail um so i always like have to create the full picture um it's really funny because my friend sent me a tiktok of like this guy telling the story and he was like oh yeah i went to this door and and the guy the friend was like going oh yeah what door what's it what color was the door how many steps to the door that is me when you're telling a story. I'm, I just need to know every detail. And I'm even sidetracking now because of the ADHD in me. I can't just get through one story, but I'm going to try. So it was the first week he'd, yeah, he'd been to the toilet. And for some reason, he wipes twice. So he wipes with toilet paper and then he uses the wipes. And I was like, uh, are you a murderer? A. B, are you a murderer? And C, you're weird. Um, who wipe? Who? who's wiping twice like I use uh as you'd like to know I use uh bum wipes because it just gets it all clean it gets everything out and you know you're smelling fresh um but he uses toilet roll and bum wipes and he was like toilet wipes are so expensive and I was like well if you're using toilet paper and the bum wipe you might as well just use the bum wipe it's just gonna do all the job anyway so he'd only done his first wipe with the toilet paper and then he flushed the toilet and the water was rising, rising, rising to the top like a little infinity pool. And his children, as he called it, his shit, his children, was just floating at the top. And he was like, holy shit, what am I going to do? So I started looking for a plunger. No plunger, nothing. So he rings his dad and his dad's a plumber. In fact, his dad, and my well, my dad's a central heating engineer, does it all, plumber, everything, basically. And his dad, they used to work together, actually. And in fact, we were like friends as kids. He used to come over to my house, but I didn't like him then. I got on with his older brother more than him. But now we're besties, so it's nice. Um, and his dad was like, okay, just let it sit for a bit. It'll just slowly unblock, um, leave it for about an hour and come back. For some reason, this boy didn't fully wipe his arse then. So he still had a shitty arse. Um, and he went and did his food shop. He tried to look for a plunger in the shop. No plungers available. So um, came back after about an hour and a half. And it hadn't moved an inch. It was still an infinity pool with his children in. So he rings his dad again. And he's like, Dad, it's it's literally not going down. What do I do? Because he's got a housemate as well. What if she comes home and she just needs to go for a wee and she can't because there's an infinity pool of shit. And um, his dad's like, just use the toilet brush and see if you can, like, jam it. Because I think it was, like, toilet paper stuck. So he gets the toilet brush, starts, you know, jabbing the toilet. And it does fuck all... And it breaks the toilet brush. <laughs> okay. Um, 
I should have told you this is a disgusting story, but if you're listening to this podcast, you should know it's always pure filth. And we love the filth. Um, And then his dad was like, okay, you are going to have to put a plastic bag or like a bin bag over your arm and you're going to have to lodge, unlodge the toilet with your hand. So he was basically told to fist his toilet. So he gets this like massive bin bag, puts it all the way over his arm and starts fisting the toilet. Now, that is quite the image. If you don't agree, honestly, a guy fisting the toilet, bloody hell. Um, and it's starting to slowly dislodge. And at this time, he's like crying tears into his infinity pool with his children in and just like hating life, still with a shitty arse, let me tell you. And finally, it clears a bit and it starts slowly going down a bit and he takes his hand out, bin bag still on, looks down and realises that the bin bag had split. The bin bag had split, so he's got shitty pooey water all over his fucking hand. <laughs> Awful, absolute disgusting vile get in the bin or get the toilet, shall we say. And oh my god. And then apparently he starts crying. Bless him. I'm I shouldn't laugh at him crying, but I just I know this boy so well that I'm like, this is fucking funny. And then he basically jumps in the shower and just completely washes everything, everything known to man because he's had this horrible traumatic experience. And do you know what? He's lived to tell the tale. It happens to the best of us. If you've blocked the toilet recently, make sure you put a bin bag over your hand and make sure it doesn't split. Or have a plunger. I must tell you now, though, he does have one of those... I think Gorilla does like a plunger and he's got one of them because the boy... Let me tell you, this boy, he's a big guy. He's like six foot something. I don't actually know what the actual height of him, but he's really fucking tall. And yeah, a lot of shit, basically. But yeah, I thought you'd love that delight of a story because it is a funny one. And I love to embarrass him. <laughs> I'd say we're on equal pars, me and him. He's on um, the shitty poo bag, infinity pool with his children, and I'm a quaver's bag. So I think that's why we're friends. And I think that's why we get on. Oh, bitch. Horoscope double feature. Just trying to make up stupid songs, but there you go. So it's horoscope time. So today is the 16th of February. Let's see what the horoscope says. Emotions could be running high. Someone in your entourage may have a problem with an authority. Too many furs for me. Authority figure and political issues could come up. You're likely to feel especially powerful now. And so you might be tempted to throw your hat in the ring. It's better to... St- <laughs> I, ha- I am dyslexic, just so you know. It's better to stay out of anything political and channel that power and passion into your own project. That's likelier to bring positive results. Hmm. Do you know what? This is... I sort of agree with this one, actually. Um, so, obviously, we all have good days, bad days. We all have good days at work. We all have bad days at work. 
I wouldn't say today. Pardon me. I'm so sorry. I just burped. Um, I wouldn't say specifically I had a bad day at work today. Like I had a really good day, but like sometimes things just do go wrong. And I absolutely love where I work at like the dog place. It's brilliant. The team is so wonderful and it's just such a family vibe and all the dogs are lovely and it's, it's, I just love it. Like it's a great job for me because I like to get out and it's very physical. I come home feeling exhausted and I love that. So it's re- it's really good job. But yeah, some days you do have days where, you know, things just go wrong. And yeah, some there was just a bit of something that went wrong today. Um but it it's never it's nothing that was like god, I need to complain about this. Absolutely not at all. Um it's just one of those things when it's a new it's still a new company in a way and we're waiting on this like big app to be released which is super exciting and once that app is here everything will hopefully run a lot more smoothly um but yeah that's sort of what happened today i don't feel like getting political or anything though there's no need And I'm going to put my energy into what it says. Positive things, projects, this, and the audiobook, and, you know, all the other wonderful things happening in my life as well. Oh, bitch. Okay, so we're on the falling apart, processing, and bad bitch section. So, I don't really feel like I fell apart this week. I mean, I know I felt recently, like, pretty low, but I'm actually, like, clawing myself back up at the minute. I don't feel as bad now, like, I don't feel like the world's against me as much. I do feel a lot better, so I am in a better place at the minute, which is good. But I would say that I am working a lot of hours at the minute. So, I I can't remember if I fully mentioned, but I do work multiple jobs, which I love. And I wouldn't change, because I can't do one job. I just get bored. I need to do different things. I like meeting different people, and I like different challenges. Um, But sometimes all of those things can be exhausting. So at the minute, I'm finding that I managed to power on throughout the day. And like, like yesterday was like my day off and the day before was the day off. And I'm just finding that when, well, I actually did half a day yesterday. But I'm just finding that on my days off, all I want to do is rest because... I'm just working like six day weeks or seven days in a row and I'm just like my day off I'm like oh I should be productive but I literally want to just literally relax and just not die I just want to be dead like as in as in Ted Ted as in tired dead as in just chill take it really slow do relaxing things watch a film have a bath those sort of things so I'd say falling apart for me this week is just being absolutely exhausted and just getting to a point of exhaustion and just completely shutting down. So when I get really tired, I'm literally like a zombie and I get very hangry and I'm frustrated very easily. So that's like yesterday I was in traffic and I was like, fuck, like I just get really irritated really easily. So that's how I've been sort of falling apart because I sort of need to give myself a bit more time off and have my rest days and actually rest so yeah and my processing is recognizing that knowing okay I've worked all these days 
so like next month for example I'm gonna take a little trip to Wales with my friend because her parents well her mum lives there in Wales so she was like do you want to come and I'm like yes so that'll be really nice just to take you know a few days of just switching off because I find that I get really like exhausted I switch off and then I get to bedtime and I'm like oh I'm wired again so I just need to make sure I'm continuing my bedtime routine because I don't know if I've mentioned again, um, I have insomnia, so I have to, I have the sleepy stuff from Smush, rhymes with, and I have like pillow spray, I also have like tablets that help me with my sleeping, so I just have to really get into doing that routine and making sure I switch off by a certain time, not going on my phone after a certain time, no caffeine after a certain time. I'm not this needy, I sound very needy but I do not those things. But I do have to do it annoyingly because I'm not one of those people that can just get in bed and go straight off. I have to do like switch off techniques and everything. So yeah, processing is just recognising when I need a rest and what my body needs. I'm being a bad bitch. So me and my friend Holly, we'll actually, I'm taking her back to Manatee tomorrow night and we're going to go out. I haven't been out in Mansfield in so long. So we're going to go to Cheekies, we're going to get the shots, we're going to go on the after dark polls, we're going to do it all. I can't wait to show her Mansfield. And I'm going to get a Chick King afterwards, or chips, cheese and gravy. Oh, gravy? Gravy. Chips, cheese and gravy. Mm-mm. So we're going to get that and I will have, I'm sure I'll have some amazing stories to tell you about that night out. So I'm going to get myself all dressed up, I'm going to look like a sexy bitch, I'm going to shake my ass. And I'm just going to have a wonderful, and we're both just going to be bad bitches because we're both single as fuck. And we can do what the fuck we want. And you've reached the end of this week's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. hope you're enjoying all the wonderful stories. If you have any fun stories that you want to be shared on here, honestly, message me. Please like, share, and just let your friends know. Tell me what you enjoy, tell me what you don't enjoy and I hope you like the new sections that I've added this week and if you're having a bad week this week just remember it it will pass, everything comes, everything goes, it's an up and down roller coaster. Look at me, I'm on a high this week, maybe next week I'll be on another low but that's the roller coaster of life and we're still here, we're still doing it, we're still loving it and we're still bad bitches. Alright, bye guys! Bad bee.